Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Elka Schultz, a registered psychotherapist and author. Elka is deeply passionate about this work, and in addition to working with individuals, she holds workshops and also writes books to reach the greatest number of people possible. Her latest book is Anxiety Warrior. If there's ever been a time that you have felt a touch of anxiety or more, Elka provides what I think of as simple wisdom. Elka Schultz, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us. Thank you, Kate. I'm super excited to share. This is my passion. <laughs> Which is perfect because of here we are to talk about in the general topic, anxiety. You've written a book, actually two volumes of this book, Anxiety Warrior. And as a uh, registered psychotherapist, you really, your work focuses right in this area. So I think this is so perfect to have an opportunity to converse with you because uh, needless to say, I think most of us, the majority of us, are feeling some level of anxiety these days for a spectrum of reasons, I would guess. Absolutely. You're right. If if we weren't feeling uh, any anxiety or stress before 2020, we certainly are um, feeling it, and it's compounded very much so. Isn't that the case? I mean, the year, early in the year, we started off, and that was stressful, we were feeling anxious, and then it seemed to get a little better, and now we're into like this second, or maybe some people are saying this third wave of COVID, and that's just even feeling more horrific than than it did initially, if, if that can be possible, and it feels that way. And then on top of it, just life in general, uh, relationships, how they deal with it, and the holidays coming, and trying to wrangle with all of that. Are you seeing that uh, in your work in clients that you see? Absolutely. Uh, One of the reasons that I did write the book in the first place was because most of my clients come in with some type of anxious um, stress symptom and, of course, wanting relief from that. And then now with what's going on, it just seems like a heavy sack of potatoes on all of us. And, um, you know, therapists, my, my own mentors and supervisors were all stretched beyond belief to be creative and, you know, stay positive, resilient, so that we can help others to be resilient as well. And so looking for ways that we can find assistance, guidance, and to do it, my goal is to do it in as natural uh, and simple a way if that makes sense, making it simple, but as natural a way as possible. And having understanding seems to really be key here. Absolutely. And, and I do believe in that too, Kate. It's when, when, we, we can, when we can understand where the anxiety is coming from. And one of the, the things that I discovered in my own journey, because I actually have suffered from anxiety And anxiety itself, I just want to throw this in here, anxiety itself is not a negative thing. It's unpleasant for sure. However, it is part of the human spectrum. We we need it as humans. It's really looking at it and going, okay, how can we manage it? How can we lower the symptoms? How can we um, listen to it and then um, 
um, yeah, manage it and move forward and, and live and thrive. So that that's my goal here too. And I'm with you about natural, simple ways. Absolutely. And and that has inspired these books. So I would dare say that that self-awareness, getting a greater understanding of ourselves is going to be one way to approach it that way, uh, rather than trying to medicate away any of those feelings, to really delve into where might this be starting from? What is causing this? And and have you found that with the understanding we can dissipate at least some of that anxiety? Oh, absolutely. And and you've hit it on the uh, on the head here. Awareness is huge. So one, two words. If if people can get two words from our interview, our time together, it is awareness and practice. And the awareness, and you're right, again, Kate, is about understanding. Understanding where anxiety in your life comes from because each body is different. So what I've tried to present is a smorgasbord of strategies because for one reason or one place or issue, this strategy might work in another place, this might work. And I'm hoping we can share a few of these strategies that will lower people's anxiety right away, and that's how quick uh, we can do something about it, which is, that's why I get super excited to share this, <laughs> and I'm so happy that, you know, you're, um, you've got space. Oh, absolutely. If In fact, uh, this ought to be perhaps a, a daily situation, and in fact, uh, I, I think that's another uh, one of the videos that you have on your website, that is a kind of meditation that, you know, really we could, that would be the practice is being able to incorporate something like that into our daily life. Or maybe sometimes it has to be more than once a day. Yes. And and what I've been encouraging, um, so I would encourage you to um, feed what we call feed all four. And what that means is feeding yourself spiritually, feeding yourself mentally, feeding yourself emotionally, and feeding yourself physically. So sometimes when we look at these areas, we're stronger in one area than another. And typically as North Americans, we're fairly strong mentally. Uh, We stimulate our minds pretty regularly, whether it's with our work, whether it's with our thinking, reading, media, is all very cognitive mind and thinking. However, we tend to, and not and everybody is a bit different, so it's important to look at your areas of, you know, are you feeding yourself spiritually? And, and I, I don't mean religion. Um, they're two separate things. So spiritually is your connection with nature, is connection with something bigger than yourself. You know, and also spirit, if you look at it, you know, what inspires you? What inspires you to feel good? What inspires you to thrive, appreciate life, practice gratitude? So, so how can you feed yourself spiritually? And then emotionally, uh, which a, a lot of us, um, I think, are suffering from, and um, is because we're we're meant to connect as humans. And I know um, 
And I love media. You've got to, you know, it's kind of funny. I love radio, actually, very much so. I'm very comfortable with it. Though I find, um, you know, our social media right now and some of the media, I think all I want to ask you to do is listen to the words. A lot of what's going on is speculation and, um, you know, stepping, maybe stepping back. So how do you emotionally, you know, take care, be informed, however, really be careful about um, statistics and uh, speculative talk, which the media can tend to do, and, and how to pull back from that. And so, you know, emotionally. And then the other part of that is a human, this humanness that we need. And as much as, you know, uh, radio is great, which I love, is about eye contact and being around people and, and obviously, you know, in a safe way. However, um, you know, how can you be with your neighbor? How can you be with people that you love and that are close? And what's your bubble like? And, and um, all within, of course, what, what makes you feel comfortable. I wouldn't ask anyone to do otherwise. However, um, we need to somehow reach out. And um, Zoom has really been good. I'm not trying to endorse that, but you know, seeing people's faces, we need to see each other. We need to be together. We're we're tribe dwellers. Um, we need to be in groups. And and so when we're so isolated, and um, you know, it's just really maybe look at how can you support yourself emotionally and and um, and then of course physically. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I live on six acres, and we've had lots of space up here. So, you know, how do you support yourself physically? Is it with yoga? Is it with walking? Is it with chopping wood or raking leaves? Or is it, um, you know, playing with your dog or your children? Is so, And those, sometimes they kind of intermingle. Anyways, it's, you know, how can you feed yourself to be the best that you can be and and like I said, it, it, we, we're, we are stretching ourselves <laughs> uh, to be creative, and that, that's part of this challenge. And I love that you have shared this in this way, Feed All Four. I've um, heard this referenced in the past as our four human natures and, yes. you know, needing to, in fact, one way that it was described for me was thinking of it as the four tires on a car. And yep. right. And you That's lovely. I love that analogy. <laughs> it, sometimes how, having that visual helps us to understand like how it's so important to have the balance of all, because if one is stronger than the other, the car is not going to be going very well on right and we're very much like that and and um so so part of the thing is you know like we can do something so simple as watch what we put in our mouths and so some of these strategies and i i'd like to share a few if if we i could yes and uh especially with substances it's something we can control and so here's the thing if if um you know, if a client comes in or if you notice yourself that when you get up in the morning, if you're already feeling anxious right away upon waking, it could be possible that your body is dehydrated. 
And what happens is when our body's dehydrated, it, it sends signals, the brain sends signals to the body uh, that are very similar to anxiety. So that, that kind of bit shaky feeling, maybe as uneasiness, maybe a little bit of nausea. Uh, so sipping or drinking um, maybe a quarter cup of water, it doesn't have to be a lot. And uh, a lot of times, if that goes away in 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, um, that was the cause of your anxiety. And uh, so it's a really simple strategy uh, to be aware to drink uh, water through the day. And we, we're a culture and a society where we're depleting ourselves of water all the time with caffeine, with sugar, some carbohydrates um, in some bodies um, will also drain the body. So it's, again, really know your body, be aware of how you're feeling, and um, yeah, alcohol too. And even some decaffeinated products, really, I become a label reader, and I would encourage you to become a, a label reader. There's still caffeine in a lot of products, and, um, and I just discovered one uh, peppermint has usually been used to soothe nerves. Well, if we drink it at night, it's also a stimulant. So <laughs> our good friend peppermint can keep us awake. And um, so it's really important to know your body. And not everybody, not everybody reacts the same. I am, you know, I always uh, talk about my brother. He can have a cup of coffee and chocolate cake and sleep and fall asleep at the kitchen table. He just, his body doesn't react the same way as other bodies do. So it's just really being aware of your body and experiment. And this is something you can do right away. And one thing about that, because I could relate to that, I used to be as your brother. I could drink coffee and then go right to bed. But as I've gotten older, I cannot do that. I, so there's <laughs> there's paying attention to our bodies, right? Realizing yeah. Oh, yeah. how. Yeah, and our, I've experimented too. And uh, over the years, I have my own cutoff point. I, I started once at lunch, but I realized I could go till 3.30. So I can still have, you know, uh, green tea or a piece of chocolate. So it's not about depriving ourselves. It's just knowing what our limits are. And, and that's across the board with anything. I'd like to share a scale. And this may help, help, uh, help you. So... Zero to 10, it's a very simple scale. So zero means calm, that your body is calm. 10 means it's that I can't put a thought together, uh, maybe short-circuiting, maybe your mind is blank. Um, it's kind of that, that where you don't feel like uh, you're kind of out of your mind, I guess. I'm trying to describe this feeling. So the scale is really important and where it's helpful is zero to 10, we can always give something a number and it helps us with our awareness. And it's also really good for young people and children. So as soon as a child can count from zero to 10, they can also let their parents know what's going on in their bodies. And there's no right or wrong in our number system. So again, each body, you know, each of you might be a little different. Like Kate, your, your one or two might be different than my one or two. That's irrelevant. What's important, though, is to know where we're at. And uh, so, uh, like I said, zero is no disturbance. So that means you're just calm. It doesn't mean happy or sad. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about body disturbance. 
And so right now I'm not a zero and I don't expect to be. So I'm really happy and I get excited. So a one and a two, it's a really good place for me. Now, if I get to, uh, and this is where you can kind of make your own scale is, you know, what is your scale where you start to feel uncomfortable? So for me, it's a three and four. And um, I don't, I already, it's a warning for me. I start to go, okay, what's going on in my system? And, um, you know, I'll look at my diet. I look at, you know, have I had enough sleep? I look at uh, what have I been eating? What's on, you know, what's going on in my life? And I may start my strategies then. Um, Because, and this is something you can think about is, and it talks a little bit more about that in the book is, So if you're a five or a six, it may not take much to bring you to a 10. And that's something that we want to think about. And and when I presented this idea, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, people have said, oh, wow, I didn't know. But, yeah, I have those sensations where all of a sudden it doesn't take much. So, again, back to this awareness, the more that we're aware of how our body feels in certain situations and it's a great strategy for checking into your body. And, um, Kate, uh, you know, when you said natural ways, one of the things is our bodies don't lie to us. <laughs> so, you know, that's why I, I keep encouraging people. I want to encourage everybody, really stay in your body. You can even ask a question with your head and then drop into your heart or your body. And your body doesn't lie. And... Um, So, you know, a simple exercise could be just, you know, waking up and checking in zero to 10, where are you at? And then it could be, you know, you're looking at your clothes of what you want to wear. And sometimes, depending on, I mean, I really like um, aqua, so I might just get really excited about that color today. It's just kind of these simple things to start practicing to get back in our bodies because our culture and our society is so much in our heads. And this awareness, yes, off, offering this then to be aware as a way to really get in touch with ourselves and find solutions, uh, I think is going to alleviate a whole level of anxiety. Yes, and what happens, Kate, is we naturally, when we start this awareness, and here's the thing, when you are aware, that's when you can make changes. That's when you can manage. If you're not aware, you might just be suffering. So if we can bring awareness to our body, and and the lovely part about this exercise, and I get excited about it, is when we, we notice our happiness. So if you know, we walk out and the sun hits our face. Again, notice your body. It's really being aware of, ooh, you know, I really like what's going on in my body. Be aware of it. And what happens is as we get more aware of these calmer feelings and what feeds us, what, what excites us, our bodies are naturally drawn to that. And the more aware we are of that, it's easier to move in that direction. And lots of people, lots of you will find um, surprises out there. You'll go, oh, I didn't realize, you know, because we start being aware, maybe your body really tenses up and you really don't want to go 
to lunch in that certain place. Or maybe your body gets really excited and you want to pile wood with a friend and you're just going, wow, I never felt that feeling, you know, or I wasn't aware of that. And you may discover a lot of joys that you didn't have before and maybe stressors that maybe you weren't really noticing as much as you could be. And and so what all this is about, it's about building your resilience. And I love your analogy of the car. Um, we used to put four quarts of oil in a car. I don't even know what they do anymore. <laughs> but if we're constantly keeping that oil topped up with the things that feed us, that build our resilience, then we can tolerate the stressors. Because life is stress. And and um, I don't know about you, Kate, but I haven't noticed that life really doles out stress evenly. <laughs> um, it tends to come in waves. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, the stronger we are, the calmer we are, the more resilient we are, we can cope with what's going on and, and we can see and feel a little more clearer. Exactly. That makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And I think it then allows that we can be gentle with ourselves rather than berating ourselves. You know, some people really like to beat themselves up and call themselves yep. call themselves bad names. So absolutely uh, and <laughs> funny story. Quite a few years ago I made a New Year's resolution not to swear in my head. And I have to tell you, it took me about two years to get rid of that habit. <laughs> and um, I find if I do it now, I catch myself right away. It's, it's um, so interesting. And then with my clients, I've noticed the same. And especially around anxiety, people, what I've noticed is, you know, if you find that you're angry at yourself or you feel that you're weak for feeling anxiety, um, I would invite you not to do that. Instead, can you bring anxiety in and and, you know, I don't wake up every morning calm. Uh, sometimes I, I still have overwhelming anxiety. What I've learned is I sit with it. I just go, okay, <laughs> you know, you're here. <laughs> and I acknowledge it. So I would encourage you to acknowledge it. And immediately the anxiety just drops a little bit. And then I just go, okay, what is it that you need? And this is, of course, after I've had my, my water um, and then I listened. And so anxiety really is tapping us on the shoulder. It's trying to let us know something isn't right, something's amiss. And what is it that I need to attend to? And, and we need to listen. And um, because here's the, the opposite of that is if you push anxiety away, if you get angry at anxiety, it actually gets worse. And um, I'm counseling my clients um, pretty regularly in that. And, um, and you're right, you know, we as humans quickly can berate ourselves and think we're wrong or weak or something. And, um, you know, it's the opposite is can these unpleasant feelings, their places to learn, can we bring them closer and, and, and say, speak to me, tell me what you're trying to tell me. And and then be quiet and listen, and you'll be surprised. You'll get the answers. So it's this self-awareness is so critical, and it it is definitely uh, important with all that is going on around us. Yep. 
COVID being kind of at the, the center of it, and then it ripples out to affect so many different parts of our lives. But to understand that at least and and have that insight is going to help us to to really navigate, correct? Absolutely, Kate. Um, absolutely. So I I love that there are, as you mentioned early on, two things we need to do. We need to have awareness and we need to practice because practice, as with anything, to become masterful at it just bears repetition. You were mentioning about, you know, quieting that voice in your head with the bad words that it took a couple of years. I'm ashamed. I mean, no, no. I, laugh, I laugh at myself now, but um, I, you know what? We're human, mm-hmm. and um, I just hope when I say those things, it does encourage people that you know, just because we're here and because I've written a book or I'm on the radio means I'm human too, and and you know that's inspired me, and and I and you know if we can be present, and that's. That's a, a, another strategy that comes with awareness is see what's in front of you. Be present. Be present with your family. Be present that you woke up this morning and that you can hear us. Be present that you're breathing. I mean, this is a miracle. We're, we're living miracles. And the stronger we are, the more resilient we are, it's the best thing we can do for anything that comes our way. Absolutely. And it's having conversations with people like yourselves, Elka, that inspire me. And I love to share this because we need to keep on learning and getting these insights so we can know what to work with so we can keep growing and, you know, moving forward to having this vibrant life that we so desire. Absolutely. And, and the more vibrant we are, the more healthier we are, the stronger we are. And that could be a whole other show, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, you know, and and uh, then we can um, we can do life and thrive. Well, that is certainly what we would choose. I mean, we do want it. Sometimes it feels like maybe we're floundering and and there are so many challenges, but really we're looking for that vibrancy and really living a, a joy-filled life. And I, I feel like with this conversation, you've, you've kind of, uh, what, opened the door. And for more insights, uh, we can look to your books. You have three now, I believe, correct? Yes, and um, so Anxiety Warrior, um, it, the first one, and Anxiety Warrior 2, how they came about, there's uh, 26 contributors in both books. So um, what happened is I there's a lot of strategies in there that I had, though I also have met some phenomenal people. They're very passionate. So, um, you know, there's a chapter on a spiritual post. There's chapters on on um, finances, so all these sources of anxiety. There's a chapter on connection, how to connect. So um, these people are just as passionate about their topics. And, uh, of course, um, I've uh, put in a lot of strategies. So most of the books <laughs> are strategies, like, um, and they're very, uh, they're not very expensive. They cost, I always say they cost less than a pizza. 
and they're available um, on anxietywarrior.ca. You can get them there. And really, Amazon, you can look it up on Amazon or any uh, booksellers. They're available also in audio. And again, um, just check your, your booksellers or the website. There's lots of links on the website. And um, yeah, and you can also check out uh, my website, which is my name, and um, it's elkashoals.com, E-L-K-E-S-C-H-O-L-Z. Dot com and there's lots of free resources as well. Uh, I believe that you know if we're having anxiety, sometimes we need something right away. So, uh, like you mentioned, there's lots of YouTube's. There's um, you know different lectures I've done, and I try to put the blogs and posts on. And uh, you know, so hopefully that people will get something when they need it. Um, well, I believe even with this uh, bit of time, it it really is a short bit relatively, but in this time that we've had together, you've given us lots of insights and resources to begin doing something right, uh, right this moment as we wake up or as we begin this day and uh, just then keep on practicing and, and uh, looking within ourselves. Yep. Well, thank you, Kate. Absolutely. And I hope it's helpful. That's my passion. It's um, it's what I want to do in my life. <laughs> well, uh, I believe that it is, you know, to whatever level we can hear it and accept it right now is where we're at. And uh, it'll just keep on growing as we take those steps. Well, thank you so much. Oh, and I am thankful to you. I really appreciate that you do this work and that you did take this time with us this morning. Well, thank you. It's a thrill and, and, and a great honor and happy to be back and share more. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for that offer so that we, we, right. we can thank chat you, again. Kate. You're so welcome. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Elka Schultz and Sunday Morning Magazine with Mason Lowe and Zoe Freeman from the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of finding peacefulness, and part of that may rest in helping another person's life be just a bit better. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning. <laughs>